Welcome to the Conversations with Christians Engage podcast. Hosted by Bunny Pounds, this podcast is created as part of our ministry to awaken, motivate, educate, and empower believers in Jesus Christ to pray for our nation and elected officials regularly, to vote in every election to impact our culture, and to help us engage our hearts in some form of civic education and involvement for the well-being of our nation. Please share this podcast and our ministry with your family and friends by asking them to take our pledge to pray, vote, and engage. They can take the pledge on our website at christiansengaged.org. We can all change America one heart at a time. We are here to serve you and empower you to be a leader in your community. Each week, we upload the audio recording of our weekly Psalms Bible study. This week, we covered Psalm 67. To sign up for the Bible study, visit our website at christiansengaged.org and click on the Bible study tab. Okay, well, praise the Lord, everybody. Good morning. This is Pastor David Halverson from Fort Worth, Texas, and I'm here with uh, Jamie McCain, uh, and we're going to be leading the Bible study this morning. So the bunny has just kind of lined up people to uh, the board members for Christians Engaged, and we're just excited to be here and and be with you. And uh, so uh, we're going to jump in in a minute. Forgive my surroundings here. It's not a great studio because my house is empty because we're moving out today so it's it's gonna be lots of fun and a very busy day so jamie say hello good morning everybody what a great way to start our monday than to get to just talk about the lord and his word i love that thank you all for jumping in and um, i'm excited about our time today amen amen it's gonna be so good we're good we're in psalm 67 today psalm 67 it's it's not a long psalm but it, it's the word of God. We just love the word of God. And when we have an opportunity to break into the Psalms and, and hear what the Lord is saying and using David primarily throughout the Psalms, and it, it's a look into somebody's journal. It's a look into somebody's prayer life and, and their life with the Lord in the presence of the Lord. And you hear everything when in the Psalms. If you go to the Psalms, you can find anything that is affecting you, anything that is that is bothering you, anything that's coming against you in your life. You are going to find that in the Psalms. So do not ever hesitate to. If you want to know, where should I go in the Bible for an answer? Go to the Psalms. The Psalms will bring you into the presence of the Lord and you will now, well, it may not speak to my particular issue yet, but what it's going to do is begin to give you the voice of God. So Jamie, I'm going to ask you to read Psalm 67. Okay. And then I'll, and then I'll ask you to comment. Absolutely. Psalm 67 verse one, God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us that the way may be known upon the earth thy saving health among the nations. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. 
Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all of the ends of the earth shall fear him. So that was King James. Pastor David, you may even have a, a different version that has even more insight. Well, what we're going to do is just kind of open it up and, and verse by verse here and just take a look at it. And King James is great. Uh, you know, I'm usually a King James guy myself. So, all right, let's look at it because he says, I'm, going to, I'm, I'm looking at this Bible in my lap, so forgive me if I'm putting my head down. God, be merciful to us and bless us. So this is a prayer. This is a prayer of David. David wakes up in the morning. He's, he's coming in to the presence of the Lord and and it's a beautiful day outside. And God, be merciful to us and bless us. Why would you ask that? Is because you know already as a believer that you are imperfect, that you have need of God's presence and you have need of his, his love and his power to come in and strengthen you and provide for you every single day and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. So that sounds very familiar. It's because it's out of the out of the ironic blessing over in uh, Numbers chapter six, when he says to uh, when God says to Moses, "You shall to to tell Aaron, God to Moses to Aaron, you shall tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people like this. Do it this way." It says, you know, and where he says that cause your face to shine upon us and to uh, and to give us your grace and let your countenance, your favorable countenance come upon us and bless us. And so that's how God wants us to remember. He tells us how to get blessing is here's how you do it is you bless the people. All right. So that's what he's doing here. He's pulling that out of that, uh, out of that part of the uh, scripture there in, uh, in numbers chapter six. Now he says in verse two, that your way so here, there's a purpose for this blessing, right? It's that your way may be known upon the earth. Your saving health is what, what uh, I, I've got kind of a modified King James here, that your saving health among all the nations. Now, the word your saving health, or in some versions it's salvation, is the word Yeshua. If anybody's familiar with the Jewish or the Hebrew name of Jesus, so it's great to read that, is that your Yeshua is among all, may be known among all the nations, that your way may be known. So when we, his people are blessed, his way, his purposes are known in all the earth. So when we come in and we are blessed of the Lord, and we're looking for his countenance to be upon us, then it is known in all the earth that people know who we are. They know that you are blessed. Why do they know you're blessed? First of all, it's because you have a smile on your face. The countenance of God is upon you, shining on you, and it's shining back. You remember when Moses had to wear that veil because, you know, it was kind of like, hey, it's bugging all the people. There's too much glory going on. So that, but that's the glory of God on you, not to complain about every circumstance, but to rejoice in the middle of every circumstance. Find that opening where you can put in God's favor and God's blessing 
in this. All right. And then he did an example or a uh, an exhortation. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. So it just stops right in the middle. Stop and praise the Lord. I forgot to read uh, right there at the end of verse one. After he said, cause his face to shine upon us is the word Selah. So yeah, he stopped you right after verse one. He said, okay, think about that. Just slow down. See, Selah, basically what that means, when you hit that in the psalm, it's like tap the brake. Tap the brake and, and med, med, uh, meditate on that. Meditation in the Bible, in biblical terms, is not humming and breathing, but meditation is like a cow chewing his cat. It's, it's chewing it and chewing it and chewing it, continually rolling that word of God over in your heart and over in your mind, because that's where the Holy Spirit uses that to transform you, to change you, to put you in a in a place of being able to hear him. Now, when we were talking about back there in verse two, so that the that your health, your saving health, your salvation may be known among all the nations. So the nations, that's what God's after. You know, God was always wanting the Jews and Israel to bless the Gentiles. But Israel decided, well, we're the people of God. We don't we don't want the we don't care about the Gentiles. No, he said that all people you, that Abraham might be the father of what? Many nations, not just one, but many nations. And the whole idea for Israel was to be a light to the Gentiles. But they were like, you know, thumb their nose at the Gentiles. They didn't, they didn't love the Gentiles as God did, because God, John 3:16, loves so loved the world that he, he let me in. Now, I'm not Jewish. Not that I know of. You know, I don't know about Jamie, but uh, God, God wanted to let me in. He wanted to find a way and a gateway to let me in to his people. And then finally in verse four, oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy that you will, for you will judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. And of course, we remember over in the Proverbs where he says righteousness exalts a nation and sins of reproach to any people. And then also he's got over in Isaiah chapter nine, he says, when he's talking about him, his government is that the unto us a child is born and the government shall be upon his shoulder and of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. So powerful. Then also again, then again, the exhortation, let the people praise thee. God's into repeating himself and let all the people praise thee. Just a continuous exhortation to continue to praise the Lord. And then uh, finally, then the earth, then what happens when God is in government, when God is in, is ruling over the people, when the righteous rule, the people rejoice, when the wicked rule, the people mourn, not just God's people, all the people. When the wicked rule, everybody's mourning. Nobody likes it. Nobody's having a good time. But when the righteous rule, and finally on the day when God rules, he says, then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. And God shall bless us. And what's going to happen? All the ends of the earth will fear him. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess 
that he is Lord. But even today, when the righteous are ruling, when the God is able to rule through us, not just people who claim to be good or Christian, but people who actually have a true relationship with the Holy God, that that is when we are going to see the power of God operate and move and, and see the power of God walk in us. So that's so powerful. This is so powerful because his, as we call upon his name and ask him to come in, he will rule first of all over me and you as believers. But then we're believing that the Holy Spirit will use us to to affect the environment around us and everybody around us in every way that we have access to. Amen. Hey, Jamie, give us your give us give us your come commentary and look so forward. good, Pastor David. I love how you said in the beginning as we got started that in the Psalms, the Psalms are prayers, and really, so we can find so many things in the Psalms. I love that because I think about throughout my whole life, if I needed to just read, I just have a moment always going back to the Psalms, it always seemed, how did David know what I was thinking? David, you know, because he'll, he's so honest in his cries to the Lord sometimes when he's struggling through things, when he's like, vindicate me, oh God, you know, or when his heart cries out to praise or when they're remembering all the things that God had done. And, and so I loved how you encouraged us in the beginning to just return to the Psalms, to find, to read and to find uh, just God's heart. And so it is, it's fascinating that in such a tiny Psalm, there can be so much that we can learn from this and even one that seems to be repetitive. But what I I loved the theme of praise that came through this. And we think of praise as being those, you know, four or five songs we do on a Sunday morning or, oh, well, you know, I make sure to put this on my Spotify or I have this playing in my car. I'm listening to praise music and we think of it almost as a genre of music do you listen to country or do you listen to rock and roll or do you listen to praise but really praise comes from a heart of gratefulness and appreciation and humility and i think when we praise god sets our heart we set our hearts right before the lord and so many things that we have in our lives, you know, the decisions we make came from a prompting from the Holy Spirit. And I don't, I mean, I'm sure you're moving. That's insane. That's crazy to be doing this. I honor you for doing a Bible study the morning of moving. Um, So many times people would say, oh, I can't, I can't do something because I have things to do today. But um, I just honor you for setting aside a morning of a really hectic day to, uh, to just bring up the word and then lead us in this study this morning. And I think as if we would pause and see La, to your point every few minutes and recognize that what just happened in our life that was good deserves his praise in that moment. Uh, we just got a lot of rain here in North Texas. And I wonder if we did enough to stop and say, Lord, thank you that the the chances of wildfires decreased in our area that that there's now uh, that farmers somewhere have a better chance that they have crops um my husband and i just did some ministry in germany and it was beautiful and as we were finishing up we were driving to a location and i thought i'm on a highway in germany 
getting to share the gospel? How does life get this good in this moment? And but it wasn't because I found good airline tickets or it wasn't because I booked a car rental. It was because of the goodness of God. And so when when we live, especially here in the United States, we live in such abundance. We have such a life of abundance. That's all glory to him. And when we return that praise to him as a nation, if we would acknowledge that everything we have didn't come from ourselves, it came from God. If we continue to be a nation that gives glory to God, then all the nations. I love when there's a then in the Bible, because it means that the kingdom of God can be activated with our obedience and our acknowledgement and our action. So when we acknowledge him through praise in the little ways and the big ways, then all the nations begin to recognize. And then it begins to fan into flame the presence of God and the power of God in our lives. And I believe that the Lord enjoys blessing people who acknowledge his praise. I, I've got three kids and I really love giving them gifts. And now as they're getting older, they're getting married and they're getting, we're getting, I'm getting more kids. This is the greatest ever. No one told me how much fun it would be to have daughters-in-laws and future son-in-laws. And um, there is nothing I love more than giving them gifts especially when it's a gift that's going to bring delight to their face and and make them know, just show them how much I love them. But I can't imagine if I gave that gift and what came back in return was a shoulder shrug and "Eh, that was okay. Wasn't really that great. But when they say, oh my goodness, thank you. We, We brought home the tiniest gifts from Germany and everybody was so grateful. Well, my goodness, that just made me want to give them more. And, and so I just was um, really convicted and challenged by reading this psalm to return to the Lord the gratefulness and the honor and the praise he's due for everything big and small. Um, I ended up buying a, a refrigerator on an auction site the other day and it sounded like a good idea. What I didn't know is I have a friend whose refrigerator just broke. Well, that's not just coincidence. That's the spirit of God guiding our steps each and every day so that we can be a blessing to the nations. I love how you said God never intended it to be just one nation, that all nations would be blessed through us. So when we keep our eyes of praise open every single day, then the Lord is going to make a way for him to get glory in everything big and small. And what a joy that we get to have. I think it said the nations be glad and sing for joy because there's such a joy in serving the Lord, whether the things are working out well or everything's not working out well. When we, when we see his hand in it, there's just such joy in it. So good. So good. And and it's, it's exciting to, when you come to the Psalms, listen, how always have an expectation, always have an expectation that this Psalm, it's going to somehow, it's going to, it's going to meet my need. It is going to encourage me. Maybe, maybe it won't speak exactly to your need, but it'll come over here and it'll bless you just by encouraging you. You'll read something that you didn't know, that you didn't see. Jamie, I mean, just, just the idea of God loving to give us gifts. Just having that notion is big. It's so big because so many people are like, well, God's always walking around with a two by four looking to looking to get me, you know, if I don't toe the line or if I don't do it right. That is not our God. Our God so loved. I mean, your favorite scripture, come on. 
So many of the people who, who uh, kind of feel like God's out to get them, these are Christians. For God so loved you that he even went around the Jews. He, remember when Jesus is saying that verse, he's talking to Nicodemus, right? The people who are, yeah, you guys, the, the, head, the head Jewish guys, the high priest, you're supposed to be uh, loving people because God said everybody gets in on this thing. And of course, Nicodemus is like, his mind is blowing up. You know, what do you mean? Whosoever. That sounds like too rich. That sounds like too big. But what you're saying is God wants you to do that. God wants to do that for you and you, and he wants you to be used by him. Just like the, you know, when we started out, God told Moses to tell Aaron, you know, so God told Jesus to tell you to go love somebody today, to go bless somebody today. I tell you, that will change your life. That will change your life is to get your mind, your eyes off of you and to worship him and to say, God, show me how I can bless somebody. You may not have money. You may not have much. But what you do have, Peter and John, they went to pray. And they said, we don't have any silver or gold. We don't have any 50, 50s or quarters or dimes or nickels. But what we do have, we're going to give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, your need is met. Rise up and walk. Jesus said to the man with the withered hand, stretch forth your hand. And it was made whole as the other. He told the woman who came up behind him in the press. And of course, you know, poor Jairus, I mean, his daughter's dying, you know, and they're trying to get to the house. And here comes this lady up behind him, you know, one day, you know, she has this need and Jesus not only stops, he has to find out, he wants to find out, okay, who, who got the blessing? God wants to know who got the blessing. Raise your hand, say, I want the blessing today because God loves you so much. It's not that you're just all about blessings. No, it's that God made blessings for his people. We read that right here at the end, right? He said, uh, and God, then shall the earth yield her increase when God is ruling in me, in you. When God is ruling in you and me, then shall the earth yield her increase. The earth is gonna come and chase after you and dump her increase on you. And even God, even our own God, say that with me. He's my own God. I got my own God. And he shall bless us. And God shall bless us and all, and at the same time, all the ends of the earth will fear him. Oh, that's man, they're God. You know, like Yule Brenner in uh, the Ten Commandments, you know, his, or whatever the name of the movie was, his God is God. That's so powerful. So powerful. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for sharing this time with me today. And this has been great. Any final comments? And then I'll ask you to. No, I just, I, I'm just so challenged that we, we so many times look for the yield and we seek the yield when really we need to seek his kingdom and seek his face and make sure that our hearts are right before him because what results is the praise and that what results is the blessing. And I'm just reminded of numbers chapter six that you referenced. And that is that blessing that, um, that many times pastors speak. And uh, I don't know if you would speak that over us, even as we finish that the Lord bless you and keep you and, 
um, you know, I don't know if you would just even bless us all in prayer as we're wrapping up and what a great way to start our week, right? Just to, to set our hearts right. So it's been a wonderful time. Thank you, Pastor David. Hallelujah. Uh, I think we do have a, a couple more minutes. Do you have anything else that you want to share before we do that? Um, you know, I think for me, I just have been really challenged because I think so many times we can go and look straight for the solutions and straight for the things that need to be fixed in our worlds and the tasks that need to be done. And we can wake up on a Monday morning and start to make our to-do lists of um, of all the things that are the challenge. And we've got to get the dry cleaning and taken over or what is this going to happen? And did these bills get paid and all those kind of things? But when we seek first his kingdom, then all these things will be added. And and when we have a, a lifestyle of giving him glory in big ways and small, then we begin to see his face shine upon us and it blesses the nations. And it also causes them to see God's hand and, and hopefully brings about not a fear like a terror, right? But the fear of the Lord is a godly awe and wonder that we don't, um, it's not something to be played with that. We're not, God's not just, you know, church is not our health club membership. That's an add on to help us help be healthier. You know, Mm -hmm. well, I have this membership and this membership and I have a church membership. It's, it's connection to the body of Christ is a, is a vital part of obedience. I was reading in first John the other day, and you can't separate love from God and love for the body and love for the, the world. This is all God's love. God's love wasn't, to your point, just to the Jews. His love extended to all the earth. And that's what we as believers have to do the same. Our love for God extends to the love for the body and the love for those that don't know him yet. And if we really have that fear of the Lord, we'll live in honor to him. And in and that honor then brings that love to other people. And it's so, so important. Amen. So good. Well, I'm going to go ahead and read that as you mentioned. So, and um, here he says that in uh, chapter six of Numbers, verse 23 begins, the Lord said to Moses, speak to Aaron and his sons saying, on this wise, you shall bless the children of Israel saying to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and to be gracious to you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. We just speak that, Jamie and I speak that over you today, but the Lord speaks that over you today. And so we just uh, thank God for that song. A lot of you have heard it, the blessing that's out there, which basically just takes this song and makes it into a meditation. And so if you have that access to that, that's great just to meditate on that. But just go back, read the scripture yourself and let that blessing be over you. In this way, you shall bless the children of Israel. And the last verse 27 in that chapter, uh, chapter six of Numbers says, and they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Is his name on you today? Is his name on you today? The name of Jesus. Lord God, thank you that I need to know the name of Jesus. I need to know Jesus Christ is my Lord. He's my Yeshua, my salvation. 
So take him today. Receive him today. Your sins, though they were red as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Receive the love and the finished work of Jesus Christ today on the cross. Jamie, would you pray us out? Amen. Father, we just take the beginning of this week and we set our hearts right. We calibrate our week with your word. What a, what a great, what a perfect way to start this Monday morning than an acknowledgement that, Lord, all that we have comes from you. And, Father, that peace is a promise from you, that that um, that you guide our steps, Father. So right now, I just pray for each and every uh, person that's listening this morning, that's, that's participating in this. Lord, I pray that the word of God would be living and active in their lives. Father, they would sense your presence, Lord, each and every moment. And, Father, as they go through this day and through this week, that they would have your eyes to see people that need to know the love of God and that they would realize that they are ambassadors in each and every moment as they walk. Father, I thank you that when things begin to feel overwhelming, they can remember the promise of peace and the promise that as we praise, that you bring the abundance, that you bring the solutions. So we lift up our eyes to you and we lift up our face to you and we give you the praise that you deserve. Father, we give you our lives. May we live a life worthy of the calling, the calling to bring the gospel to this world. And so, Father, we give you glory in each and everything that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Well, thank you, Jamie, for, for working with me on this. And, and Thank you, Pastor David. Please. Blessings on your move today. Wow, that's a lot. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we're going to, yeah, we're, we're building a house, but it's not ready yet. So, uh, we're going to be homeless for a while, so pray for us as we're as we're homeless. Janet's wow. over here, empty room here. So let me make a, a couple of announcements. Here is uh, for uh, we do have a uh, Bunny and Raul uh, or Rafael Cruz. Bunny and Rafael Cruz are going to be at an awakening night in the Tyler area on September first. Now that's coming up Thursday night. So and that is at Tyler Metro Church. So uh, go to the ChristiansEngaged.org website and you can look that up. And find out if you're in the Tyler area where my daughter lives. Uh, if you can go over there and, uh, and be a part of that meeting, that'll be a wonderful, wonderful time of praise. And we also need to remind you, the Wake Up Conference is happening on the 23rd and 24th of September at Church in the City in Rowlett, just over in Northeast Dallas area. So come and be a part of that. The uh, uh, Eric Metaxas, the author of Bonhoeffer and Luther and many other great books is, is going to be with us. Dr. Robert Jeffress will be there. Uh, Elizabeth Johnston, the activist mommy. Uh, Congressman Michael Cloud, Representative Matt Schaefer from, from Texas. Uh, U.S. Congressman Rip, Chip Roy will be there. Many others. Go to thececonference.org. Thececonference.org. Get your tickets. They're $55 now, but $75 at the door. And this is going to be such a terrific conference. It's Friday night, all day Saturday. So come and be with us. You will be blessed. And we are going to find out about people's testimonies. You're going to find out how to be involved in changing your community. This is the boot camp. This is what you need to be at. So come to the Wake Up Conference, and it'll be a great blessing to you. Check that out, thececonference.org. 
All right. Well, we love you. And it's so great to uh, to be with Jamie McCain this morning. And uh, thank you, Bunny, for being in the background and Shelly for doing uh, all of this great work. And we love working with you. So may the Lord bless you and keep you today is our prayer. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Conversations with Christians Engaged. Please subscribe to this podcast so you don't ever miss an episode. Also, please review it and share it with your friends. The easiest way to connect with us is to take the pledge on our website at christiansengage.org. There you can sign up for our weekly prayer text, our bi-weekly emails, and our voting reminders. Christians Engaged is supported by individuals just like you. Would you consider helping us with a monthly donation or a one-time gift? You can do that quickly at christiansengaged.org. What does America need in this hour? America needs you. We are here to serve you and encourage you as you impact your communities. Let's be Christians engaged for the well-being of our nation.